0: Good
1: afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio, WRNR and TV10. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Field and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. We're produced on the TV10 side by our intern Gerald Wright, Spencer McLaughlin, and Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. And we've got some business to take care of, Colin.
2: Yeah, we do. Let's get it started. We got some tickets to give away to uh, tomorrow's Mountaineers men's basketball game, and then February 20th. All
1: right. Tomorrow's game. Tomorrow's game
2: here. Let's start off with who's going to win tickets, four tickets. And the winner, A.J. Feltner. So A.J. Feltner gets the tickets to tomorrow's game. Uh, Just stop on in to the station today or tomorrow before the game to... Pick them up, and now for the game on the 20th Colin. from the basketball Making here. Them. Got got to have natural sound here, make it entertaining, suspenseful, Spencer. Michelle Butler gets to win the tickets to the game on the 20th.
1: All right, we'll get those out to you. Uh, just uh, we'll put you in the comment section right here. Colin, uh, you can do that maybe during the breaker right yep, now.
2: I'll put it there and then uh, comment underneath their names on our post.
1: All right, there we go. Congratulations to those who won the Mountaineer tickets. Those are the last ones to give away for the year. Um, Congratulations to those people, and uh, enjoy your time at the Coliseum. Let's uh, get into today's show, high school basketball. Uh, Nick says it's back in Berkeley County. took a day off yesterday due to the school closure, but uh, they found a way. They found a way. Uh, there is school today, so that means there will be games going on in Berkeley County. Uh, but we'll start first with the games yesterday. Only one game yesterday that involved Jefferson as they were down at the Parmar shootout at West Virginia State University. And unfortunately, uh, they fell. Uh, where's the score here? They fell to South Charleston 65 53 yesterday. Uh, it was a tough ball game for the Jefferson Cougars
3: yeah and we knew it, they were going you know down there and were going to challenge themselves um feels like it's been a while since the Cougars were really in action, so maybe after some they time played off, Friday, it just felt like they were taking some time off. I don't know, but before that they hadn't played a week prior, to that. yeah so they've they've had then quite a few games in a row here, I think they played yeah, they played broad forwarding, which wasn't really a big challenge, so uh, to get a challenging game is always good. Unfortunately, it's a loss, but it doesn't hurt you too badly. So uh, the Cougars will continue to get better
1: moving forward. Colin, thoughts on the Cougars' loss yesterday?
2: I mean, we knew it was going to be a tough game. It's against a top-ten team in the state, a top-five team in the state, actually. So we knew it was going to be competitive. It's a long trip down South Charles. Still got a game today to bounce back. It was back. at
1: West Virginia State.
2: Is that not in Charleston?
1: It's a little further. Okay. Not too much further. South it's Charleston. Not, it's not know. in South Charleston. They
2: played South Charleston. <laughs> and, uh, but I they didn't play at that,
1: South Charleston. No,
2: you're correct in that, that they played but at is West Virginia South State. Virginia. I believe but I Institute
1: that. is where West Virginia State is, if we're going to be very, very particular okay, well there. and
2: then I apologize to West Virginia State and for the uh, administration there. Geography it was, was never your strength, Colin. Oh, correct. That yes. is correct. Did Institute not the West horseship. Virginia
1: is, in fact, correct. It is close to Charleston.
3: Uh but, but, but not, is it south of Charleston? Because No, it's be right. west of Charleston. Ah, ah man. They not played West Charleston. Not like the airline? No. Southwest Airlines. They owe people some money, don't they? Or something? I don't know. I, let's, let's not get, get into that.
2: I don't somebody yeah. got in trouble. I'm not speculating. That was whatever that is. That's, Christmas that's a rabbit hole that we don't need right now Yeah. Luke. But hopefully they can bounce back today. I still like the way Jefferson's been playing lately, it's just really tough opponents right American now, which is what you want, right? You want to play tough opponents right now.
1: All right, Nick. I
3: don't know what I'm saying right now.
1: <laughs> Southwest Airlines does did have a problem over okay. Christmas where they see? were Yeah. They were leaving people good. SOL. Um Jefferson will finish out the Parmar shootout today at 4:30. They'll take on a very tough George Washington team. So, they're going to see two quality opponents down there. They unfortunately fell in the first game, but uh the second game could be a good one against George Washington, guys. GW the Patriots.
3: Yeah, GW, a a historic program in the state of West Virginia, always a good challenge. Um, So, you know, again, Jefferson is – we talked about it yesterday on the show. You know, with this kind of mixer that they're playing in down there, uh, they're getting an opportunity to face off against schools that they didn't play last year, uh, which when they got to the state tournament last year, yes, they were 23-0 but they weren't really familiar with some of the top teams in the state of West Virginia. This year they're doing that, which will make them better. And if they do reach the state tournament again this year, they'll have an idea of what to expect when they get down there. So I think there's a lot of benefits to this for Jefferson win or lose. And these are winnable games. They didn't get blown out yesterday. Uh, They were competitive. Hopefully they can pull off at least one win down there against a solid GW team. And uh, you know, continue to be one of the best teams in the state and one of the best teams in this area. They've already proven to be that, so how can they take that next step and be a state championship contender is what Jefferson's looking to do.
1: Yeah, they really are, and you can catch those games um, on HD Media Plus. You can go to just Google Parmar Shootout and uh, HD Media Plus and the RSN Network will have you covered if you want to watch that game this afternoon or any of the games going on. Like, uh, I don't have any score updates, but going on right now, Lincoln County versus Lewis County happening. 1 p.m. Uh, will be Parkersburg versus Spring Valley on the boys' side. Then at 2.30, Park. Parkersburg for Spring Valley on the girls' side. Then that Jefferson-George Washington game. Uh, Park South Huntington girls going on tonight. Charleston Catholic St. Joseph boys at 7.30. Uh, Chapmanville Bluefield at 6 p.m. tonight. And then it continues tomorrow uh, with some teams, but this is the last game for uh, Jefferson. But, uh, again, if you want to tune in, look up uh, the Parmar Shootout, HD Media Plus, the Gazette Mail. We'll have you covered. Uh, we'll now – Turn our attention to the game we're having tonight. We'll have for you tonight on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 WRNR TV on YouTube Martinsburg host Washington and Boys Basketball action. Pre-game around 7 p.m. with tip-off set for 7:30-ish con. Uh obviously Martinsburg a tough loss in overtime to Spring Mills and uh Washington trying to get back into the swing of things. They had a tough loss Musselman. To Musselman on Saturday.
2: Yeah, uh both teams currently on losing streaks. Martinsburg's is at four games. I can't remember off the top of my head what Washington's uh losing streaks up to now and for Martinsburg you gotta bounce back, right? Especially after four tough losses, uh blowout against Jefferson, the one most recently twelve losses against in a row. Spring Mills. Uh yad one to Musselman that was a close game and then a non-conference one to Morgantown the four losses for Martinsburg this team though still playing pretty solid basketball for the most part even though it has been four losses uh just to get their confidence back they need to handle business tonight against Washington a team that y- you can't take lightly still even though they're 2-15 and 15 and you blew them out the last time around this team still has some talent on the roster and can compete tonight but for Martinsburg, if you want to get that confidence back, you got to control the tempo and dominate.
3: I think too. Martinsburg at times this season has kind of played to its level of competition a little bit, so I think it's going to be important for them to, like you said, you know, not overlook this Washington team. Washington's getting better. You know, they gave Spring Mills a little bit of a fight, so uh, the Patriots are a team that, even though they've struggled and they haven't found a way. Get an EPAC win yet this year. You definitely don't want to be that first one. And you got to come out and respect your opponent and, and play tough against a Washington team that's still very young. And I'm sure, you know, Coach Hilliard and that team are hungry for that EPAC win. And also, this is the first time that they're going to be on TV 10 this year. So, and that might be adds a little bit of excitement for them as well. So, I'm looking forward to seeing Washington just so we can get a better idea of what their team looks like. Because while we've been talking about them a lot, we're really just going based off of scores and numbers. But to see the team in person, really see the, the development of the program, I think will be, uh, you know, a good opportunity tonight for us and for the area to see this team and, and see what Coach Hilliard is really doing with this program and if they are making any progress from what we were able to see of them last year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, looking at some of those games that happened that were supposed to happen yesterday, unfortunately, due to the Berkeley County Schools being uh, closed yesterday, they were not. Ha- they did not happen, but they have been moved. Looking at the Martinsburg, Washington girls basketball game that is now set for tomorrow at seven p.m. and the Hedgesville Jefferson game, I believe, will take place on next Tuesday, the fourteenth. Uh, Hedgesville at Jefferson and Girls Hoops. So those that's your updated scheduling after yesterday's uh, po- school postponement. Um, but a couple other games going, or one other game going on tonight, uh, that is Spring Mills. They're hosting South Southern Fulton out of Maryland. It'll be their senior day as well, and uh, it should be a good contest for them as they look to continue a, a good stretch of basketball.
3: Is this for the boys? Yes, for the boys. Yeah, I mean, this is a team, too, that... Has some seniors this year: Austin Davis, Jalen Franklin, and Caleb Robinson, who have been a part of some of the tougher seasons for Spring Mills, but now have really shined over the last two years, uh, which has been you know the successful years for Spring Mills on the basketball court. They're trying to make a run to Charleston this year, so be cool to see those seniors for their final or, or for their senior night and uh, you know get their kind of honors, even though we won't be there. But I mean. They're definitely a team that's, I think, I think those seniors show what that what that program's gone through in their development.
2: I agree. It's been a process for Spring Mills, and one that's throughout the year's been really fun to watch. And this year so far, paying off for the Cardinals. So tonight, getting to honor those seniors, and most likely going to win the game as well. It should be a pretty winnable game against Southern Fulton tonight for spring mills to get the job done so just a lot of fun for them and time with a good crowd hopefully on hand too
1: yeah definitely will be a good time for them and uh, we'll get you the updated scores and updated kind of look at the epac uh tomorrow uh actually i just totally forgot i was gonna hit the break and i just totally screwed the pooch on this one uh but the ap rankings come out yesterday the ap poll comes out uh that was what nothing
2: What? Nothing.
1: All right. Well, the weekly West Virginia High School girls and boys AP polls came out last night. On the boys' side, Spring Mills comes in at fifth with Jefferson and Hedgesville, both tied for seventh. What do we think of that ranking? I think it's pretty good.
2: Yeah. Hopefully, uh, teams can continue to improve on the boys' side, but for the most part right now, I think that's pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, that's about where
3: you expect those schools to be. I think... Deepak, though, on the boys' side is getting tougher. You know, you're know, you seeing Musselman emerge as a team. That seems to be getting a lot better. I still think Martinsburg could turn things around. So you really have a five-team race where three teams seem to have separated themselves, but they're not necessarily locks to be the top three teams uh, when things finish up. And then you never know what's going to happen with this Washington team if they continue to get better. So the boys' side is starting to heat up. We're starting to see teams – Uh, get better and that's what's making things really intriguing i think moving forward and what would help potentially for the two teams that do make it out of the epac uh, you know they should get a pretty good seating I, i believe because i think this is a pretty tough conference to make it out of and to make it to the state tournament
1: yeah that's a good point over to the girls side spring mills they come in at fourth place they're the only undefeated team Uh, in the AP Top 10 poll at this point in the season, and no, not a single first-place vote, I think that's outrageous.
2: I do, too. Uh, I really don't understand how there's not even a first-place vote. Yeah, that's what I think is outrageous. Before people want to put words into our mouths, I'm not saying that Spring Mills should be the number one team in the state, even though obviously I'd love for them to with an undefeated record. I understand strength of schedule compared to other teams around the state isn't as good. Morgantown's still a pretty solid program. May or may not be better than Spring Mills. We haven't got to see it. But the fact that there's no first-place votes from anybody towards Spring Mills with an undefeated 16-0 and record right now, I feel like it's a little disrespectful. Yeah,
1: Wheeling Park had four first-place votes there, 18-2. and two. Morgantown has three, 15-4. Uh, Spring Valley with 3 15 and 3 Jefferson 0 with 15 and 0 with the 15 and 0 record at sitting at number 4. Uh, that's just outrageous to me. I wanted to put that in
3: into well, the think, show to
1: voice my opinion on that.
3: I think personally like you do look at the strength of schedule for Spring Mills and while they have been, you know, a really good team and they've dominated their wins, they just haven't faced off against some of the top teams in the state. So it's hard to really compare them to those teams Uh, in their strength of schedule. Their only win over a team even receiving votes is Bridgeport, and Bridgeport's not in the top 10. They're on the outside looking in at 13-7. But to be fair, that was very early in the season one, so that could maybe play a factor. But also, Bridgeport only scored 22 points in that game. So, you know, Spring Mills clearly has shown the talent, um, but I can understand them not getting those first-place votes because if you're not playing the teams uh, toward the top, and especially because I, I think there's there's more votes or voters, I should say, in the other parts of the state. So they're not seeing spring mills and they're just looking at who they've played, who they've beaten. That could be why we see them on the outside. They're not receiving a first place vote. I understand your guys argument that they're undefeated, so it shouldn't matter. But also, I think who you play does matter a lot and how much exposure you're getting across the state. I think tends to matter, too, because that's who's
2: voting on these things or the other people around the state. So I'm just hoping it's not the same people that vote when it comes to the state tournament seating. Well, it is because it's based on the A people, isn't it? I don't know. I believe so. So well.
1: All right. Well, now that will actually do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online to deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, apparently a record fifty point four million adults are expected to bet sixteen billion dollars, or already have, on the Super Bowl. We're going to give us, we're going to give everyone our Super Bowl lock bets, uh, plus a former head coach turned defensive court, or turned a linebacker coach now hired as a defensive coordinator. We'll talk about that when we get back. On the other side of this break.
0: Rocks Grab and Go is made fresh daily. Grab and Go, now available at Rocks, Rocks Local Market. Rocks Grab and Go is made fresh daily. Grab and Go, now available at Rocks, Rocks Local Market. Faced with an unplanned pregnancy, AbbaCare can help. Located at 319 South Raleigh Street in Martinsburg, AbbaCare Pregnancy Resource Center provides free and confidential medical services, including pregnancy testing, ultrasounds, and options education. An appointment at AbbaCare includes a private consultation with a nurse where you can ask her any questions to make an informed decision. Call 304-726-6582 or visit abbacare.org. ABACARE.org. The Classical Christian Academy at Bethel is helping create extraordinary futures.
2: So we've seen improvements in in our boys on the, as I said, arithmetic, reading and writing. I worked in the county. I worked in public school, and that's what I knew. Um, And I knew I wanted to be able to give her more. So I would recommend this to anyone. You know, our daughter has thrived here. Um, The the family-like environment is exactly what she needed. The Classical Christian Academy at Bethel in Martinsburg, equipping children to lead lives of significant impact.
1: Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV. Why is this making me crack up so much, Nick? I
3: don't know. I don't know. It's so funny. It's Halloween on the show today. Got the pumpkin out here. I thought that was basketball. Now it's a basketball.
1: (laughs) All right. Let's get into it. (laughs) Uh, Nick, apparently 50.4 million adults are expected to bet $16 billion on the Super Bowl this year in total uh, not each no yeah like the total <laughs> to bet a total of why would you think uh, well, sixteen? I, I, just in case there were people out there
2: that got confused
1: um where'd you get this
3: number espn okay the worldwide leader
1: all right uh what is your lot what are we gonna do go around the
3: yeah i think uh i think aj brown's scoring a touchdown I don't know if it's a lock necessarily, but I think I just think that he's going to score a touchdown. That would be a part of my parlay.
1: My parlay: Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. That seems very that's a lovely. pretty solid one. There was a boost, uh, although that's probably not going to get you a lot of money. There was well, a I mean, boost this he, morning.
3: You're putting it in a parlay, then, Colin.
1: You're the betting man. Give us I'm your not, locks. I, yeah, you are. You I might lose, not have good luck. Yeah,
2: but I got to get back to. I, the I was betting looking game this game morning, this at some boosts on uh, Barstool Sports betting app, which is the one I use, and it was a. Plus five hundred in total, so it was originally plus four hundred. They added a hundred to make it a boost of um, either Goddard or Kelsey to score two or more touchdowns in the game. So did you pick it? I did not yet. I might. I gotta throw some money an interesting into my app. One. So I'm kind of liking that because those two guys, tight ends, we know uh, these two teams really like using their tight ends. So especially in uh, Mahomes and Kelsey that. Combo, I think in the future could eventually be as great as Brady Gronk. So liking you that, and then liking the over. I I don't know. I, the defense of Philadelphia, I feel like could maybe play, and in championship games, both defenses are going to play great. And I don't remember, and would really want to look at how many times the over in the past years have actually hit or if it's been the under in the past years. But the one that I'm liking, and I don't know if it's just because I'm not a Philly guy, is money line for the Chiefs. It's kind of surprising the Chiefs are underdogs, but at the same time the Eagles are a pretty good team. But plus 100, so you double your money if the Chiefs win. Sounds like a pretty confident bet if you think that.
1: You know who's one. back this week? Did you guys see the transaction for the Chiefs yesterday? I did not. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is back. Okay. But uh, McCole Hardman is on IR. Yeah. So. He won't play this week.
3: I don't know if Clyde is going to make too much of a difference because I, I feel like they've found their better running backs in Pacheco and uh, Pacheco Jerick McKinnon at really times. Well. So we'll see what happens with Clyde, but... You know, if you wanted to do AJ Brown first touchdown, he's plus nine hundred. No, see, I
1: don't do those first touchdown. That's bitten me way too much. I mean, you gotta, you gotta roll the, the dice on a Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday. Sunday. I did that as part of a parlay, and I literally lost the we parlay. We do our
3: group parlay. We were, we again, were pretty close. Yeah, we'll do it on Friday. Okay. I think we were pretty close, Gerald. Maybe we'll
2: get you involved. We gotta, as well. we gotta get yeah. Mike.
1: We gotta text Mike and see what Mike, he wants.
2: Uh, Rob did it too, I think, last year. Yeah. yeah. We did. Th- Excuse me. We did that, and then the uh, prop bets. Yeah. Got to do.
3: There you go. That will all be Friday's show. but... Yeah, that will. You know, I, I think Super Bowl MVP Travis Kelsey sitting is there isn't a bad wild card. If it's you not a bad wild and
2: card. Out. And honestly, if he has the game like I expect he has, he should get it. But
3: it's he always needs a two touchdowns. He needs two
2: touchdowns. As if as he, he only he gets one, he won't gets get, gets it. get it.
3: Like, if he gets two, I think he could
2: have an argument. Yeah. And it's two from. Think it's How are they not giving it to Mahomes in that situation? Which if he gets two, two and over 100 yards, yards gets, I was going to
1: say 125. You receive, no, he you should
2: don't see the tight end. He, he should, but so, he
3: should, but will he?
2: Well, it's, it's hard the for them. Not and to you give of course need Mahomes, the Chiefs like. to win. Yes,
3: which I don't think is any guarantee. I won't give my pick yet, but I definitely think that this is a really a toss up game. It's a tough one to call. Uh, Chiefs have the experience, but it looks like the Eagles have kind of been the best team all year, but also. This playoff run uh while it's been impressive with the final scores you know they've beaten a daniel jones led new york giants team that was playing at a high level but still daniel jones and then they beat a 49ers team that couldn't throw the ball for the majority of the game uh, past five yards so it's hard to really i guess know how you're feeling about the eagles playing as of late but overall the eagles have probably been the best team in the league this year and then you know kansas city is Got probably the best player in the league, but we also know he's still dealing probably with that ankle injury to an extent. So
2: that's a little bit concerning for me, I think. I mean, he has had plenty of rest now. So I think Still, it's I mean, ankles him.
3: are difficult sometimes. No, I don't
2: Especially disagree high with that. But.
3: but he's done it before. He has, but, I mean, anything could happen in, over the course of the game as well. You know the Eagles are going to be going for it. Yeah,
1: that is true. I mean, we saw last week in the AFC Championship game, uh, but uh, we'll have more on the Super Bowl betting on Friday as well as our full preview on the show. Uh, we will – what are we doing? We've got a busy week coming up. We're trying to secure an interview with a pretty big person from the area that is trying to go to the NFL. or will likely get drafted. Had a great senior we'll bowl need performance. I his name. Tyson Bajan <laughs> I mean,
2: Why are you hiding about? it? Like, everybody knows Tyson who Tyson Bajant
1: is. Tyson We're trying to get him on the show. uh We we can't announce somebody else's thing, so we'll not do that yet. But uh, news coming up about where his brother will play football by the end of the week. Yes. Uh, We'll just leave it at that. That's all we know, really. Uh, But a busy week coming, and uh, now we're going to get some hoops action. But uh, let's turn our attention, continue to the NFL. Um,
3: New uh, defensive coordinator hiring. Yeah, Brian Flores hired by the Vikings, and uh, he leaves the Steelers after – is one year with them and um you know this is definitely interesting i think the vikings definitely needed you know upgraded at the defensive coordinator spot because their defense really was terrible this year and flores is one of the best in the league uh so i think this is a really good hire for them um the vikings are known for having you know a good defense for the most part there's definitely some talent there uh they just were not a good defense last year, so hopefully Flores can help help them, and uh, maybe that's what would help Minnesota get over the hump. But it does seem like they still have maybe other issues with Dalvin Cook aging, and you know Kirk Cousins just not being able to perform in the postseason. It seems so. There's definitely some other issues, but bringing some stability to that defense would really help the Vikings. I think moving forward,
2: I agree. You could tell that they had. No answer for Giants in that playoff game. And whenever they were exposed in the regular season, too, it was a lot on the defensive side, even though you still need some points put up by the offense, and sometimes that was lacking, too. But Flores moving there, hopefully for Vikings, obviously, is a good move. But I don't know if I fully understand it because we know not only, obviously, is Minnesota known for defense usually – Pittsburgh. Yeah. It, no, he wasn't the D coordinator too. in Pittsburgh, but so he still. gets an upgraded job,
3: more money. I guess that's the opportunity why, to get another
2: head coaching job. So, I don't know. Maybe you wait one more year. Pittsburgh, maybe even getting promoted within. You never know, right? I
3: don't know. What are you? What are you really going to do with I, the Steelers if you're not
2: going to get promoted? That's true. So
1: that is very true. Uh, Sean Payton has his introductory press conference in Denver. Uh, Can we all say that we're still shocked by this? Because I thought he was going to be at Fox Sports this
3: next year. I thought he was going to wait till the next cycle. What? I didn't think he'd be with the Broncos necessarily, but... I mean, I knew he wanted... It did seem like he wanted to get back into coaching. That seemed to be the way he was leaning, but then it didn't sound like anything really was that appealing of a job. But he's going to Denver, and, and you know... There are some things that you can do there that I think could still potentially make the Broncos a relevant team, but obviously we don't know, you know, what is the, uh, you know, how good is Russell Wilson going to be moving forward? If Russell Wilson can return to the player he was two years ago, uh, then the Broncos would be a perfect fit in some ways for Sean Payton, even though I don't know if his scheme will necessarily work great with Wilson, but he can probably adjust. He's a very good offensive mind. But it really just comes down to that. And he's already kind of, I think, laying the foundation with his press conference yesterday about uh, Wilson, I guess, had had his own personal quarterback coach in the building a lot of the times, and Payton wasn't going to tolerate that. He said the guys that will be in the building are the people on our staff and the players. Um, so I think him maybe taking control of the team early on with that statement maybe gets Wilson back on track because it does seem like he's kind of became this like character of himself instead of like focused on I guess the player that he can be so I think it's a good hire and we'll see what Sean Payton's able to do but it was definitely a little bit strange and I didn't expect it initially but I I still think that overall Broncos maybe gave up a little bit too much for a head coach but we'll see how it works out and if it does work out I think it could work out really well with the knowledge we know Payton has as an offensive mind.
2: I don't know how confident I am that it's going to work out, and I don't think it's on the Sean Payton side. I think it's on Wilson's side because, as you just mentioned, that comment during the press conference. That was if, a big comment, I think. That was if a if big rubs answer. Wilson the wrong way? If It'd these guys RDS. don't work out together, who do you blame? You're going to blame the guy that's the head coach that you just got with these picks? Or are you going to blame Wilson, who barely had – more touchdowns than bathrooms in his house this year, right?
3: I think you can definitely <laughs> you blame Wilson. You'd have to blame Wilson because that means it didn't work out with the old coach. It didn't work out with you know, a very good head coach in Sean Payton. So um, if it doesn't work out with him, then it's clearly a Wilson issue. But the thing is, you're, you're paying him a lot of money. You don't really have another choice because nobody else is going to want to take on that contract.
2: Yeah, but both of these decisions have really...
3: It's either going to save or, or, or completely destroy the Broncos for the next five, ten years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's a, that is a big key in all of this is how will Russell act and react to Sean Payton being named head coach. Is he going to come out and say something? Like, hey, I never had my guy in here. My guy was never in here, blah, blah, blah. Like, be interesting to see if he comes out and says that. Uh, but uh, we'll see how the rest of this unfolds. Obviously still not even really just getting in the building as Sean Payton, so we'll figure that out later. But that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Ken Parsons Ford and Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, uh, we'll talk NBA Kyrie to the Mavs. We didn't get a chance to talk a lot about that. Trade deadline coming up Thursday. What do we think will happen? We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're due the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WR and TV 10.
0: WV Medicine is pleased to announce the relocation of our Berkeley Medical Center Outpatient Rehabilitation Services to 1002 Tavern Road. This move gives Martinsburg Physical Therapy and Rehabilitation more room, more convenient parking, and a covered drive-up drop-off area. WV Medicine will continue to offer physical, occupational, and speech therapies for both adult and pediatric patients, as well as specialized services. For more info on this new location and services provided there, call 304-264-1214. Panhandle Printing and Design is your full-service local print shop. With over 50 years of combined experience, we know how to handle all of your printing and design needs.
1: We can handle anything, from
0: small business cards to wrapping large vehicles. Our in-house design team can do it all. As a staple of this community, we love helping people promote their events, businesses, and anything they're
1: passionate about. Envision, create, and bring your ideas to life with Panhandle
0: Printing and Design. when you need justice. When you're looking for the perfect gift, look no further than L.A. Roberts Jewelers at 146 North Queen Street in downtown Martinsburg. Choose from a huge selection of unique items from the finest diamonds that make your eyes sparkle to exquisite timepieces, figurines, and collectibles. Buying from L.A. Roberts Jewelers means that you've made the decision to do business with people who've excelled in the industry for more than 100 years. They'll be here tomorrow when you need them, and if you need your jewelry or your watch repaired, they'll do that too. L.A. Roberts in downtown Martinsburg, old world jewelers for a new age. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
1: Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us. We're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright. We'll get into this segment now. Uh, Kyrie to the Mavs. That happened over the weekend. Shocked? What do we think about this move? Are we shocked? Are we expected it? What, what's going on? What is your thoughts on the Kyrie to the Mavs
3: move? Well, I think, first of all, it gives the uh – the Mavericks, and it, to some extent, it's a really good trade for the Mavericks, and for some reasons, it's not. They lose a little bit of their depth, which I think could hurt them down the stretch. But in terms of you know the additions that they're getting here, I mean Kyrie Irving, a very explosive player when he's on the court uh, or at a very high rate. Um, I think him and Luca could could work well together. Um, but there's obviously the fact that you know he's got some off the court. Issues, You know, he's kind of crazy. Uh, I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, <laughs> and he's kind of out there. You know, he, he's a different kind of guy. So, you know, will he mesh well in Dallas? Will he be on the floor for Dallas is really the key. But I, I don't think this is a championship move for the Mavs. I don't think they're going to win a championship with just Kyrie and Luka Doncic. But it does show the to Luka that they are trying to win they're trying to put star players around him which I think is good for the future of the Mavericks and the future of the franchise because when they had Dirk they never really did that they didn't really get superstars they still won a championship but it's really just Dirk and a bunch of role players uh with Luka they've kind of done the same thing but it just hasn't worked out so you add Kyrie to the mix and if he's on the floor it puts the Mavs in the conversation because the west is pretty wide open right now um and those two, you know, Luca's a very clutch player, so I think there, there's enough there for them to make a run potentially, but I don't know if they'd be good enough still to beat a team out of the East. And, and somebody could get hot in the West. You know, the Warriors could still get hot. The Suns could get hot. So, you know, there's some talent to teams in the West, but right now a lot of those teams are kind of beat up. But um, long term, I don't know if this works for a championship. I think Kyrie if he was going to make an impact for a championship-type team, it would have been the Lakers. But the problem is the Lakers just didn't have anything to give the Nets that would interest them. So I think it's a good move for the Mavericks in terms of they're showing Luka Doncic that they want to win and win now, and they're willing to do things to try to get him uh, other all-star caliber players on the roster.
2: I just feel like the Mavs gave up too much for a guy that In my opinion is more of a risk than a reward type scenario we've seen the past few teams that Kyrie's been to now even though people thought the way he was gonna be a star especially with Brooklyn was gonna lead to a championship and it's ultimately led to nothing even close to a championship for the two teams I mean he didn't do that well in Brooklyn even though they had him, Harden, KD on the floor for a few games because obviously injuries were there. In Boston, it was the same thing. That didn't end well. And now he goes to Dallas. Maybe it will be better because it's a team in the West instead of the East, potentially. But I I just feel like Brooklyn actually are the winners in this trade.
1: Why, Why do you say that?
2: Because they get a good amount of draft picks. They get some more role players that I feel like won't be having to be worried about for off-the-court issues, whether it's social media, whether it's things just blowing up that Kyrie does. There's no antics there. And And they get a
1: player that they obviously wanted years ago back. Exactly. In Spencer Dinwiddie, who's gone around the park, it feels like. But, you know, he had that long stretch in Brooklyn from 16 to 21. Went to the Wizards until he was traded to the Mavericks, and then from the Mavericks traded back to the Nets. So, I mean, it seems like maybe both people want to be in those locations or in, in some sort of way. Uh, so that could be good for, for both of those people
2: involved. You never know what that 2029 first-round draft pick could hold.
3: That as that well. Probably not much if, uh, you know, if Luca and Kyrie are still going to be there, but we'll have to wait and see. I mean, what... I guess Kyrie will be very old by then. Yeah. <laughs> or not very old, but he'll be getting old. Will he still be in the league is what the question is. Um, how that old time? is he now? What, 28? He's like 30. So he'll probably still be in the league, but it won't be the same kind of player that he is now. Unless he decides to go do something else, because like I said, he's, he's kind of a different kind of guy. Yeah. So you don't really know if yeah. Kyrie Irving. But I think it's worth the risk if you're the Mavericks, because... You're in a very jam-packed Western Conference. If you don't get him and he goes to the Lakers or the Clippers or somebody else, you know, the Suns even, even though that wouldn't really make any sense, you know, if he goes to another contender uh, in the West, then it's just going to hurt you more than you sat back and you didn't make a move and you could have. And then Luka's probably looking at it like, well, you traded Porzingis. That didn't work out for us, really, Uh, but it didn't really work out when we traded for him. And now I'm I'm still just here with a bunch of guys. Kyrie Irving is a player. He can actually help the Mavericks make a run if he's locked in, if he's focused, it's worth the risk for Dallas. Because you have a chance that you would miss out on him. I think it makes you a better team to have two-star players than a bunch of role players even for the playoffs. Now... These guys need to stay healthy. That's the thing. Kyrie hasn't really played in like sixty, more than sixty games in quite some time. But if he's on the court, it's an upgrade, and it could really work out well for the Mavericks. Uh, but it is a big if, and and that is maybe the risk that you run if you're Dallas. But I think it's worth the risk for long term and the happiness of your star player.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good point to make. Uh, NBA trade trade deadline is Thursday. So about two days away, uh, any NBA trades you guys want to see happen before this deadline?
3: Well, I see. I think Kevin Durant's obviously going to get moved. If the Nets moved Kyrie, you know, there's no real reason for them to keep KD because I don't think that they can win at all. And it seems like there's quite a bit of uh, potential movement there. Maybe Golden State makes a move for KD. Now they'd have to give up Wiggins or Draymond Green. Do they want to do that? But they do have young players like Moses Moody and James Wiseman that potentially could be uh interesting. And we all know that the peak of Kevin Durant's career was in Golden State, where he was happy and, and they were scoring and you don't really or he was able to score and just kind of play basketball. And it hasn't worked out in Brooklyn because of all those personalities that have been around him, like Kyrie and James Harden, and Ben Simmons, you know, doesn't shoot the basketball. So there's all sorts of issues there if he goes to the warriors he can be in a very good situation or the phoenix suns. Now I don't necessarily want to see that cuz I don't I'm not a KD fan necessarily, but I think that could be a potential thing that we see as Kevin Durant get moved, which would make it one of the more big trade deadlines in the history of the NBA. Uh, even at this point when Kevin Durant is aging and he probably isn't the same player that he was, but still can score at a very high level and you know when he's been healthy, he's obviously if you were to throw them in golden state or you were to throw them in phoenix with a fully healthy team uh they become the automatic favorites in the western conference
2: it's tough though Uh, i feel like kd's maybe going to be on the move too but it's only if he wants it and it's only if brooklyn is okay with now blowing everything up well he wanted it months ago
3: but it didn't work out for whatever they're still fourth in the east yeah, but what are they going to? blow do?
2: all this up. What has the season been for? At the start,
3: they're actually fifth in these. Are like, they fifth now? Yeah. Okay,
2: I thought maybe they're a half game back. Last night. So yeah. when I looked last night, they were fourth. But if they're fifth, now. but
3: to be fair, like they're not going to get past Boston. They're no, are not I getting past Milwaukee. They're not getting past Philly.
2: Don't disagree, but KD's the guy that you build around, right? Ky- Kyrie, can you I feel still like is just build
3: around KD though? Because he's 35 years old.
2: For the future like of the team, to I
3: feel like you gotta blow it up at this point. It has for whatever reason, this whole attempt of Kyrie, Harden, and Durant, they played eleven games together or something like that. Close. It just didn't it didn't work out. And they moved Harden to Philadelphia, they got Ben Simmons back. That hasn't worked out. Kyrie obviously has had, you know, all sorts of things going on. And Durant's aging and he's not getting any younger. I think your best option would be to trade him, try to get some young assets, and get more draft picks because it's just not working. And we know he wanted to leave in the offseason, so I have a hard time believing that Kevin Durant still wants to be there on a team that, at best, is going to be the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. Does he come home? No, because at best they're going to be the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference.
0: So we had we had Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant on the same team. These are three ball ball dominant guys. What makes y'all think that Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic will work out? Because Luka Doncic is very ball ball dominant. It could possibly work out, but I don't think it's going to work out as well as people are going to as well as people think it's going to work out.
3: I don't think they're winning a championship, but I think it more so works out that it makes Luka happy. Yeah. They went out and they, and they got a star player. And they didn't just say, "Luca, we're going to ride you for as far as you can take us." They're hoping that Luca and Kyrie together can can have some success. And I think also the West is more wide open than the East. Uh, five of the six top defenses play in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, when you have two scorers like that in a conference where the defense hasn't been as top notch, maybe that opens up some things, and maybe the uh, Dallas Mavericks can make a run here, but I agree with you, Gerald. Overall, I don't see it winning a championship for the Mavs, but I think it's just better than just doing nothing and letting Kyrie go to one of the other contenders in the West. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, the Wizards, they were in action last night, but they're now on a three game losing streak. They fell 1 14 91 in the blowout loss to the Cavaliers at home on Monday night. Uh, they are now 24-29 and 29 on the season. Bradley Beal and Kyle Kuzma were out due to injuries. The Cavs jumped out to a big lead in the first quarter never let up all five of those starters on that Cavs team. Finished in double figures. The Wizards had 18 or excuse me, Kyle. Chris Taps Porzingis had 18 points to lead the Wizards. They'll try to bounce back on Wednesday tomorrow at 7 p.m. when they take on the Hornets. Uh, but they're going to need to get things back together and. a Bradley Beal can't seem to stay healthy this year, Nick.
3: Yeah, he can't, and the Wizards could be one of those teams that we see uh, move some guys at the deadline, right? Because they have continued to just stay mediocre, and they have some valuable assets, whether it be Kuzma, Porzingis, potentially Bradley Beal, but it seems like his value is on the decline because, like you said, he can't stay healthy, so... We'll see, but I think we probably – I think the Wizards should probably try to blow it up because what else are they going to do? Just stay as the ten seed? All right.
1: All right. Well, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by WVU Medicine, Berkeley and Jefferson Medical Center's leading healthcare here and everywhere. When we get back, we'll wrap up today's show, and uh, maybe we'll uh, throw a little wild card in there, see what we're going to talk about on the other side of this two-minute break. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 back in two minutes.
3: The excitement of EPAC basketball on Talk Radio WRNR and TV Ten. Fowler, four seconds. Blackwood's corner three, good. Taken away by Gladney. He'll run the court. He'll lay that one up and in. You got you covered all season long with over fifty games of high school boys and girls hoops.
2: One right crossover four and it's on. Oh, Bennett back in the face of all. Oh.
3: Right here on your EPAC Sports Leader WRNR one hundred six point five FM AM seven forty and TV Ten.
0: On the Sports Mix, you'll hear interviews with prestigious guests.
3: Since you had that reunion, do you have a favorite memory from that season or maybe a funny story you'd like to share with our audience?
0: John Madden, the late great John Madden, came out to our practice on, like, Thursday. He turned to those guys and he said, this game ain't going to be close. These guys are going to kill Buffalo. Tune into the Sports Mix weekdays from 12 to 1 on Talk Radio WRNR, FM 106.5, AM 740, TV 10, and streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
1: welcome back to this edition of the sports mix on talk radio WRNR and tv 10 spencer nick and colin happy to have you with us here uh we're produced on the tv 10 side by our intern Gerald wright segment sponsored and part by the maris group of Ameriprise financial advisors john everson and phil mccoy call Ameriprise financial services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 winchester avenue in martinsburg wrap things up uh, It was a couple of documentaries on the weekend that are in that were interesting to what we talk about on the show and our fandoms here colin i don't know if you got a chance yet to watch yet. that ov documentary
2: i have not so i'll let you uh, you need to do, do that this afternoon
1: a few hours this afternoon you need to watch it's, it takes an hour is it good it's very good okay one thing that i learned very... which i what's on espn plus
2: okay i have that
1: Uh, One thing that I learned is that, uh, do you know what Ovechkin fills his Gatorade bottle with?
2: No. Gatorade. I assume Gatorade. Coca-Cola. Why?
1: Why? To give him that extra spark during the game.
2: Smelling salts can't do the trick or something? I I, I don't
1: know. I just thought that was interesting. Among the other things that, that is something that he does. Also, he only eats like pasta.
2: Nice. That I think I heard.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then on Sunday night, we'll talk We'll talk more about this tomorrow. Once you've watched it, your homework tonight, you need to watch it during your four-hour break that you have coming up here, or three-hour I break. I was
2: planning on doing stuff here. You had me do stuff, but now I have a four-hour break. Which is it? Do I get to leave after <laughs> this, now or you do have, I have homework. to stay and do stuff? Are you getting graded
3: on this homework?
2: Yeah, you have <laughs> no. homework. I thought the only one that was being graded here was Gerald for That's his internship. True.
1: All right, Nick, you, did you get a chance yet to watch your Ravens 2000 documentary? No,
3: I was trying to change my Disney Plus subscription to an ESPN Plus Hulu subscription and i guess it said i'm not eligible for that at that time so i don't know if well, i like cancel the subscription look, Nick. but it just seemed like a whole lot of work and I'll well just youtube it out. tv
1: i apparently i record all the 30 for 30s didn't know i did that until the other day well you it's on the tv and uh, the espn okay. plus is on there as well so you always got the opportunity to do that well just so you know it's nice to know that it's I your
3: homework a welcoming to use the tv that is mine.
1: <laughs> I'm talking about on the fire stick than out there. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix tonight. EPAC Boys Hoops Martinsburg hosting Washington at 7 p.m. pregame, 7 30. Tip off for Gerald, Nick, Colin, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: our Martinsburg, Spring Mills, Harper's Ferry.